Hey, what's up everybody? It's Neville Medora here. And today we're talking about one of my personal favorite subjects, but no one else's favorite subject, autoresponders. And we got Dan McDermott over here. And uh, Dan, can I kick it over to you real quick? Uh, what is an autoresponder? Uh, great. So it is also kind of in my top three favorite subjects. So I like it too. <laughs> it's, it's basically uh, an autoresponder is an email campaign that goes out automatically to people. So basically somebody will do a, an action on your website. will take an action on your website, like sign up for a specific uh, content upgrade. And then what they'll do is, uh, is basically get a, a series of automatic emails triggered from your system and then uh, hit their inbox. So, so it for, sounds like it's just timed email. It's an email on a timer, right? Exactly. That's exactly okay. it. Yeah, people people tend to make this like way more complicated than it is. They're autoresponder, they have sequence, they use all these funnel words and stuff, and that's fine. But ultimately, it's just email that goes out on a timer. There's nothing different from it. It's nothing special. It's just email on a timer. But um, here's the crazy part. Emails are incredibly useful, and I think very underrated as a tool. Um, so... A lot of the talk you hear around passive income, people want to make money on the internet, they want to make passive income, all that kind of stuff. Well, guess what? Autoresponders are literally the tool to do that. And the reason is if you're trying to, let's say, run a launch or sell a product, but you don't want to do all that work, well, you can do the work in advance at one time and then schedule those emails to go out and sell people. So uh, what are some, uh, let's let's take some different uh, examples from our real world experiences, which are which are very different. Um, what are some uses for autoresponders that you have seen? Yeah, so I got sort of my start in digital marketing via e-commerce and Shopify websites. And one of the first and most fundamental things about that world is getting your first sale. So for example, uh, a, a customer will sign up for something. And I used to run a, uh, a little e-commerce store for food business owners. And one thing that they do is they join the website, sign up for the email list, and then we'd send them, um, I, I believe it was a five email series that would then sell them on a, on a little purchase, a little membership purchase. And uh, with e-commerce, that's a fundamentally important thing to make that first sale, something small to get the customer on board, to get used to paying you something, to build trust, to build uh, a little bit of experience with you. And uh, we did that to great effect. It was super successful. It was very, very easy to do because we, like you said, built it once and then it would just automatically go to literally every single person who joined our uh, our website. Cool. And then, um, and then I'll tell one, uh, for example, I was uh, in India with my family for uh, a month or so and we got stuck in this place called Kerala and it's beautiful and everything, but we're stuck there and the internet is uh, shoddy at best. And so the good part is I was doing a launch of a product with copywriting course and it was all scheduled on an autoresponder. So there's something like eight or 10 emails that were going out over the course of about two weeks and they were already written. They were already scheduled. And so I hit run and the, basically the computer took over. And while I was in India, I got to go enjoy the pool and get massages and all that kind of crazy stuff. <laughs> and I did basically no work other than answer people's emails. That was kind of the only work I did. But scheduling emails, all that stuff was taken care of. And I ran a full scale launch and the computer did all the work. So I thought that was one of my coolest and, and most fun uses. What are, some, uh, what are some other uses you've seen? Uh, yeah, one of the one of my favorite things is to is to basically do this and make it feel like a personal service. So for uh, for restaurants, this is something that I currently uh, have come back to. Uh, this is Ooh, something I did years ago and then came back to. Um, 
yeah, actually one of the copywriting course members is currently doing this with his marketing agency. And that's sort of kicked off a whole thing that I'm doing now. And uh, it's very simple. We just kind of create an autoresponder based on people's birthdays. So every year, essentially, they will. it's an excuse to message your customer in a way that feels super personal because all you need is their birth date. And then you can send them an automatic campaign. And it, again, feels like a, like a really personal one-to-one thing that, uh, that they get from you. And uh, it's a great way to stay in touch. And it's an excuse to basically <laughs> say hi to your customer and offer them something nice on a special day and then get them to, you know, feel that you, you're taking better care of them than anybody else out there. And the secret is it's all automatic. Nice. I love that. Like the real world application of this stuff. Um, also real world uh, business owners usually rarely use all this kind of stuff. So if exactly. you do, it, you're way ahead of the game. Um, here's one really interesting use I, I still to use to this day. And uh, I gave this as a presentation one time and I call it the tale of two blogs and it's a podcast. <laughs> so you can't see it, but basically I have another blog called nevblog.com that still exists and technically started in like the year 2000 or something like that. And over the course of 10 years of putting a lot of effort into maintaining this blog, the traffic, the traffic essentially went up and then plateaued at this level and never went up. And the reason was because of what I call the dip. And that's where you write this amazing piece of content. You spend all this time on it. You send it out, people share it, social media, da, 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 da. It goes up, but then you fall down. And like, you know, for the next couple of days, you got nothing, 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 nothing. So people stop coming to your site. And then you finally get another piece of up, carton turns up, and you get that boost again, and then it goes down, 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 then up. And it's this constant like struggle to keep putting out new content that's really good. And the problem was with Nevblog, I was putting all this effort and it just never got past a certain level. But then I started a copywriting course, and within two years, it far surpassed Nevblog in all sorts of content, even though I spent far less time and actually published far less. Um, mm -hmm. And the reason was I had properly set properly set up email collection and an autoresponder. So for example, with copywriting course over the course of two years, I put a, out a bunch of good content. But if you are subscribing today, how would you see that? You wouldn't. You would just only see my new content that I send out via broadcast. But thanks to the autoresponder, as soon as you sign up, it sends all the bangers, all the, all the biggest hits. And it sends them out in email form every two to three days. So when people sign up to my email list, they're like, man, this guy has so much good content, but really it's just taking all my top hits over the last you know, couple of years and sticking them into a, a short period of time. And so for that reason, the traffic far surpassed and people were exposed to all the different content I'd done. And I felt so stupid for not doing this on Nevblog because like I spent all this time on those pieces of content and then just like got nothing for it. Whereas every piece of content I write for copywriting course has a life of its own years down the line. So, and, and that is all thanks to a basic autoresponder. Whenever I have a great post, I load it up in the autoresponder and that post will now live on forever to all the new people. Yeah, so any other uh, cool things you've seen with autoresponders? Yeah, I, I think that's such a good example though. I think that that's something that most people miss is that they're, it's this perfect tool to basically introduce your best stuff, like you said, and that usually gets lost with with most people. Like if you think about somebody coming to your brand for the first time, it's not up to them. It's not their responsibility to have like read through your website and seen everything and kind of get to know you perfectly. But uh, one kind of to piggyback off that, one of the things that I've seen done very well is a lot of brands will use an autoresponder to sort of uh, introduce their culture, to introduce their identity to new people. And then it's it's sort of like a way to onboard somebody to your quote unquote tribe, right? Mm. And it's, uh, if you have something, for example, like uh, if you sell a, a journaling product, like this is something I've, I've seen done. If you have gotten somebody up to speed on what 
your approach to journaling is and how often you do it and this specific type of uh, way that, that you benefit from journaling, by the end of the autoresponder, that person will understand everything about your process. And then they'll join this big community of people who also are up to speed in the same way and then are ready to for your regular content and are ready to almost uh, sort of turn around and tell other people, evangelize about what you do specifically. So it's a great way to sort of introduce exactly what you're doing uh, for your community and get people sort of to join in a way that's really even and nice and really convenient for everybody. Nice. Um, and, and then the last one, I and this kind of piggybacks off my India one, where it's just like you could load up a sale, okay? So for example, Black Friday is a seasonal sale that we do every year. And it's it's kind of like roughly the same thing. We, we modify some of the percentages and stuff like that. But ultimately, we use kind of the same thing. And so it doesn't make sense in 2019 to do a bunch of work and then 2020 redo that work and then 2021 redo that work and so forth. And so instead, if you have an autoresponder sequence, what you can do is just say, click, start, done. And um, it starts sending out that, that sequence. So for Black Friday, I think we have like four emails that go out during the course of that time. And so that's all automated done. So I don't actually have to do a lot of work. So I don't know, autoresponders save so much human time that it's insane. Um, and it's funny, like we've never really been able to find another word to call autoresponders. That's like more <laughs> exciting to people. People are like autoresponders, that's that thing that like replies to you while people are on vacation. And like, no, it's timed email. And like, no one gets excited about it. It's, 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 it's not that interesting to most people. Um, but let's get, in, let's get into a couple of, uh, different services. So some of the tech. So this is a common question I get all the time. And I think it's almost irrelevant nowadays, but what are the different services? And so um, the different services for autoresponders are basically just email sending programs. So some of the most popular like MailChimp, Aweber, Infusionsoft, Klaviyo, uh, ConvertKit. Um, have you used a, a whole host of these or which one's your favorite? Do you have a favorite? Uh, I've been using Drip recently as well. So Drip mm -hmm. is like one more email service that, that is out there. But like you said, I think a lot of these companies have just developed the similar set of uh, similar sort of suite of tools that, uh, you know, before you used to have to build a landing page separately using another, uh, you know, so like a WordPress page and a WordPress builder so, or something like lead pages and whatnot. But nowadays, the email service for pretty much between probably 20 to 50 bucks a month will do exactly that. They'll build the page for you. They'll host the documents for you. They'll, they'll do everything basically in one place. And, uh, and then obviously also allow you to uh, upload and schedule your emails from it. Yeah. I, honestly, I, I remember seeing this whole saga take place, right? Because I mean, with the hustle and, and the copywriting course, copywriting course, uh, we moved it to convert kit like a month ago and we sent out a million plus emails in one month, uh, which is, which is wild. And we, we massively, cut down the list to only like good people too. And um, so with the, I've, I've gone through every iteration of these different services. I've used all of these, uh, either myself, just out of curiosity, I pay for a bunch of them. And then also with different clients. So I've used MailChimp, Aweber, Infusionsoft. And like you said, Dan, like they're all the same thing now. Like the, I don't think there's any difference. <laughs> Each one has its quirks, I'd say. Like there's no perfect one, but they all have their own quirks, but they're all different. And here's the things that you use. You're going to base, use basic broadcast emails, which is where you schedule an email and just send it out. Um, autoresponders, they all have that. Uh, statistics, they all do a pretty good job at showing you basic stats now. And then the one feature that I'd say you use all the time is tagging. That's it. Mm -hmm. So uh, list segmentation is kind of a thing of the past because now you can just 
tag people. So you don't need to put people in separate lists. You could just say like, if you want to tag people that live in Europe versus the United States, you just tag everyone and say, send out this email to these people. So I remember list segmentation was like this big thing that people did in the past when you can only make buckets of emails, but now you just tag. So it kind of makes that whole process a little bit useless for most companies. So honestly, so long as you have tagging, broadcast, autoresponder, and stats, that's kind of all you need. The new thing I have noticed people doing or, or some of these services adding is these page builders. So mm -hmm. it's like, they're basically like crappy versions of lead pages. That's the best I can say. It. They're not good. They're not. They're not the best, but they are getting better. So I use ConvertKit's little um, mm -hmm. uh, page thing sometimes, and it's uh, it's not great, but it's okay. It's okay, and I'm sure it'll get better. And then Infusionsoft had a version that was pretty good, but once again, it had its quirks. So they're all adding more and more features. And honestly, like it doesn't matter. Like get the free Mailchimp, get the free Aweber trial. Like they're all kind of the same thing at this moment. Um, here's another common question we get. Um, how often do you send autoresponder emails? How do you answer that, Dan? What do you, what do you tell that? How often do I send emails? Oh God. Yeah. That's, that's one of the, the, the big hairy kind of problems that come up for a lot of people who join copywriting course and aren't sure how to sort of build their first uh, campaign. And I think that's a lot of sort of the energy with which we came to this sort of uh, conversation. And, uh, the answer is there's no perfect answer, but basically I think that the, what you want to shoot for is you want to give them information consistently and sort of in a, in a way that is digestible without being overwhelming. And I know that's that's a sort of non-answer, but for example, if you're going to run a sale and you're going to sell a, like an autoresponder sale that uh, runs for Black Friday, you want to show up for Black Friday, so plus or minus a week or two, and then you want to essentially show up and deliver some great value in that short amount of time over the course of between three to uh, really however many emails you want to send. Hmm. So uh, the way I view it is um, how annoying can you be without you know, getting <laughs> spammed, right? Um, I, I don't want to be like, never send them emails. I don't want to send them emails every day, but I want to I want to be like a friend that's there, but that's not like super annoying. And so um, at AppSumo, when I was writing all the emails, we'd send out an email a day and every single email is meant to sell you something, right? So that's it, kind of like a strike against you. Uh, a strike for us was that people signed up to get those emails, so they were okay with us trying to sell them. But here's what we noticed. If we just say like, here's a deal, grab it right now, th that would be a little bit annoying to some people because it's just straight up a promotional email. So what I thought is, what if we just send them 70% good information, 30% sales, right? So if I hit you up about grasshopper.com, um, and show you how to use it and how to make a phone tree system for your company. So when someone calls support, it sounds like you're a big company, even though you might be a one-stop, you know, one-man shop. Well, that's pretty interesting information for people, even if they're not gonna buy the grasshopper.com deal. And so I always thought 70% information, if you give them per email, will let them stick around forever and not get pissed at you. And if you only put about 30% sales into each email, like they'll never really get mad. So. I think that for a site like Copywriting Course, when, when I specifically say sign up and you'll get a bunch of emails from us that I can send out every two to three days. That's kind of the cadence. I think every day is very aggressive for a lot of people. I think, I think you get spammed pretty quick. Um, also, it seems to take about 48 hours to get all the action out of an email. Like you see the charts on emails, you know, mm -hmm. almost every time it's like the first five minutes is all the, a lot of the action, the first 24 hours and it tapers off. And by 48 hours, you're, you're kind of like, you don't really get any more opens after that. So I would say every two to three days, if people are expecting to hear from you a lot, 
Um, that's about the max I suggest. And then for like a restaurant or something, I almost say like once a week or once a month, because yeah. if you're, if you're a restaurant, like someone ate at once and dropped their business card or something like you don't want to be hitting them up multiple times a week. They, they didn't really ask for that. You know, you're just, you're, you're flirting with spam at that moment. Have you seen, what do you see as restaurants? Cause you have a lot of experience in that. How often do they send out? What's the piss off rate? Like <laughs> The, the piss off rate is really, really easy. And uh, it, it, again, like, I, so I, I'd, I'd sort of go to like once a month, pretty much tops. And I, it really comes down to, are you providing value? Like, I, and you've got to remember, you put yourself in the customer's shoes. If you are providing value regularly, then the person's going to show up. And whether it's to a restaurant, whether it's to an e-commerce store, whether it's to whatever. And I think that, uh, like, you just made a couple of great points in there. And one of the one of the things that I think is super legit for uh, offline businesses, brick and mortar businesses, and especially things like restaurants and service businesses like that, is to just think about yourself physically interacting with your customers and like a big crowd. Mm. And you know, are 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 you going to be that person who just pops up every single day? Like, hey, how's it going? Want to be my friend? And it's a mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's kind of like no, that's it's kind of creepy. Like, let the person enjoy going to other restaurants because that's how people like to eat. They they don't want to come to your spot every day. It'd be weird. But if you can get them to show up regularly for like a cool event, or you know, they you you have a, a monthly special or a weekly special or something like that, just gentle reminders that genuinely add value to their lives that's the way to to sell in general and you can definitely do that through uh, through timed emails as you said autoresponders it's funny uh i've been hired to like write emails for companies like this and one of the easiest ways without having to write a bunch of copy or be creative to give people uh cool stuff is to send a schedule of events that's it mm-hmm. so so for example there's a there's a concert venue slash restaurant called uh stubs that's nearby me and i've been on their email list for like 15 years and all they send out is a schedule of events for that week and look you know, 90% of the time, I'm not going to go. But every once in a while, I see something. I'm like, oh, Joe Rogan's performing there or something like that. That that catches my eye. And that's why I stay on. They're not sending me so many emails that are just useless. Uh, like, oh, the history of stubs. Like, I, I kind of don't care. But they are sending me events, which could potentially lead to fun in my life, which is helpful for me. So if you are a restaurant, maybe once a month, send out like your little calendar of things you have. You got Taco Tuesdays going on. You got, you know, Tequila Monday. I don't know, whatever. Like you could send that stuff out. It's pretty simple. And once again, autoresponder is great. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Sorry to cut you off, but like I've got a a great example of this. Like, you know, we're on the, I guess the tail end of COVID and all this stuff. And during 2020, I I had this example of a a local bar here in Colorado Springs that did excellently uh, during, during, even in the worst times of the pandemic while other businesses were shutting down. These guys were chugging along, you know, pretty actively. And one of the main reasons was they had a very active social uh, scene, uh, social media accounts, but specifically their email marketing was fantastic. What they would do was they would take their best social posts and just turn them into emails. And uh, on a weekly basis, they'd send you out their, uh, a nice little presentation of their, uh, their food truck schedule, because, you know, a lot of bars here work with food trucks. So you would know uh, ahead of time, like I could check my email on a Sunday or just search for their name on uh, on, on my inbox, see A, you know, uh, which food trucks are going to be there on which nights, and then B, uh, what sort of uh, weekly specials, because they were always experimenting with new drinks. So I, I would know that their, you know, a new drink X is, is going to be on the, you know, on the table uh, and available for pickup and whatnot. And they did it in a way that was super consistent. So they never missed a beat. So I, I sort of went to expect what was happening and uh it was it was great and they they, they've been doing fantastically so i i think that's another 
uh, it's another way to, to think about how you interact with people. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, so autoresponders are basically, in my opinion, like you, you make a bunch of content and how do you get that content in front of new people that haven't signed mm -hmm. up? And so the, the most common thing I see for autoresponders is, is like websites. So you sign up to get a bunch of content and then it just drips it out. And so uh, one, of the, one of the interesting things I've seen in the beginning, I remember there was like a, you definitely did not want to sell in your autoresponder in the beginning. And this was years ago, before like spam filters and Gmail got really good. And the reason was if you had a link in that first email, sometimes it would kind of spam you. So I'd always tell people only give good information for like the first five emails. Then it became only give good information for like for the first three emails. Now it's to the point where I actually think you should probably mention your product in the first email. <laughs> and so I'd say it's like 90% good information on your first email or just a welcome. Um, and then also strike while the iron's hot. So if someone signs up for copywriting course right now, they might just be interested in signing up right away. Like there's a percentage of people that are just gonna be like, all right, I'm down, well, that's the price, cool. And they sign up. So now I actually write an autoresponder where I mention the product, not, not sell it, just mention the product right away if they wanna get going. And we have noticed that do uh, pretty well. But then the next couple of emails, you definitely have to build trust. And the way I describe this is like, imagine you just meet a guy and he seems pretty cool. And he's like, hey, uh, will you help me move tomorrow? And you're like, whoa, that's a, that's a big ask of me. You know, that's my whole Saturday, right? Um, and, but instead, like, let's say you, you go out to beers a couple times, you hang out, you hang out in a friend group, he invites you to a party, you invite him to a party. And then a couple months later down the line, he says, hey, would you, would you mind helping me move for a few hours? Well, after that relationship is formed, it's kind of okay. It's not, a, it's not like a crazy ask, right? So I think an autoresponder is just like that. You are trying to build reputation. And, and here's the reason. A lot of people will try to focus on something like subject lines or something like that as like methods to get open rates. But it's like, you know how much uh, if your mom sends you an email, the, the open rate's 100%. Even if her email subject line sucks, right? And it's because your mom has reputation with you that you open it. And so that is the number one thing. Like if you really look forward to getting my emails in your inbox, you'll probably open it. Even if the subject line says something cryptic, like, hey, or something like that, right? So I don't know, uh, any other, uh, how, do, how do people build really good reputation? What's some interesting ways you've seen? Well, I think, I think, you know, this is, I mean, I'm stealing one of your examples, but basically I think it's, it's to teach them something. Like if you can, mm. if you can do something, you know, focus on something very specific and it's often, you know, best done in a way that is, you know, communicating value. It's often teaching something. And, uh, if you can do that in a series of emails, a, you can mention the product up front and say, Hey, like, you know, I've got this thing going on and I'm about to send you a bunch of emails that teach you something specific related to it. And then you teach them that, that, that thing. And then by the end of it, they have a, a, a sort of, you know, a big win for them. And if you mentioned, hey, if you want to get the full thing or a deeper version of this, you know, I've got this thing for sale. Uh, they walk away uh, having learned something just by reading your emails and then feeling like they've gotten something out of this, whether they buy or not. And then hmm. that helps the relationship kind of move forward, helps build trust. And it also, it removes, like, I think this idea of pressure sales and, and whatnot, mm. like it's that, that should never be a thing ever really whether you're online offline or whatever and in autoresponders it does not have to be it's like high pressure you know like ah you got to do this now or else yeah. you know well i also find it it's just a good way to like design a proper like email funnel so to say 
and then yeah. uh, modify it. So you could like open up your autoresponder, see which emails are doing good. Like I had one that was performing at like a 16% open rate for whatever reason. And we're just like, all right, ax that email. It's doing really low. So let's not do it. Uh, so the, the, one of the reasons that we're talking about autoresponders and we've been talking about email this month is at the end of the month, we're launching a thing called autoresponder that sells. Look, not the greatest name in the world, in my opinion, but I don't know what else to call it. So it's like uh, copywritingcourse.com slash ATS, uh, autoresponder that sells. And if, if you're interested in signing up and what we're going to do is something similar that we've done in the past with the autoresponder class, which is like, we're just going to help people write a three to five email sequence to sell a product, right? So the, the, the qualifications are, you probably should be selling something for this, right? If you have nothing to sell, uh, writing a fake autoresponder is just, eh, it's kind of dumb. Um, so you should have something that you want to sell on like an automatic, uh, way. So either a launch, like a product launch or something like that, or an e-commerce product, uh, just like if you sell a yo-yo or something like that, you can write this. So we're doing autoresponder itself starting in, was it June, 2021. Mm -hmm. And by the end, we want everyone to have an autoresponder. And I think we'll have like a pretty high compliance rate on this one. Um, the other thing I thought that would be fun just, and, and this is a mental model I make like called how can you do this hilariously? Like how can you make something fun for you? And like, once again, autoresponder is not like the super most fun thing. So I thought throughout our marketing on this to sell this uh, cohort class, we're going to do the whole thing on an autoresponder and actually do nothing during the launch. So <laughs> I, I thought that would be pretty fun. I think it's a goofy idea. And then talk about how it's not actually me writing to you right now. This is like, you know, last month Neville writing and now you're getting it. And that's the power of an autoresponder. I don't know. I, I think that's a cool angle and will be like a cool story to tell people how like we launched it totally, but we didn't actually do anything. I was just goofing off. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, that's a I think that's a great idea, and I think it's a it's something where if you see the work that we end up doing inside copywriting course, a lot of it is related to this. We'll often touch on pieces of it, and we'll we'll kind of take somebody's autoresponder, do little edits here and there, or walk them through the strategy of of you know what topic to choose, how to identify you know what sort of product to sell via the autoresponder, how do, you know mm. which product should you sell first versus uh, what price point should it be at. So we we've talked about these things separately for many many different people inside copywriting course. Over the last you know few years, but uh, I think this course will kind of sum up everything together into one cohesive thing, so that you hit the ground running. You will you know uh, basically get you up to speed with all these little questions that are pretty important. Uh, they're <laughs> pretty important to, to actually launch the thing, and then um, kind of run you through the concept, and then do a ton of one-on-one uh, -on -one time. Basically, that's going to be the I think the key of how we that's going to be all of it. We're, we're, yeah. Everything's pre-recorded. Like we're not going to do some dumb presentation. That's something we talked about in the last podcast. That yeah. doing live presentations, in my opinion, is not all that interesting to me. So we pre-record all those because we can edit out all the errs and ums and hey, can you hear me and like all that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, the other thing that's kind of cool, I think this one was going to be a little bit more expensive. And and here's the here's the justification for it. The justification is that autoresponder is very close to the money. And that is a concept where, let's say we redo your about page. It's not super clear that redoing an about page is gonna make you a lot more money right off the bat, right? I can make the case, oh, 5% better, and they click on this, whatever. But with an autoresponder, if you send out a sequence of three emails to your crowd with a properly done launch, and it makes you know 1,000 sales, well, we've definitely made you money right away. And so that's why I think the autoresponder stuff, it always brings in like an interesting crowd of people that are selling stuff. And we def like, there's not been one time where it hasn't worked. Uh, 
That, that's kind of interesting. There's not been one time where it like totally did not work. There's some people that made autoresponders that like it didn't do like amazing or anything, but like every single time I believe we've run a class like this where we redo an autoresponder, it has always made their money back. That's something I'm kind of proud of. So that, that's kind of cool. Um, so if you want to get in on some of that action in June, 2021, we'll be like running this. And over the course of a month, you'll write the whole autoresponder and we'll write it with you. Like that's the cool yeah. part. Like we're on uh, office hours all the time. There's tons of personalized help. In fact, far more than most people realize it's kind of like a college class. Like there'll be like hundreds of people in the class and like two people show up to office hours. It's hilarious. So, um, maybe that's an exaggeration, but, like, um, uh, but yeah, so if you want to join, it's uh, copywritingcourse.com slash ATS, and we'll be sending out some more information about that. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to do that. So thanks, Dan. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining. Yeah, thank I you. I guess we'll be uh, writing a bunch of autoresponders. I'm, I'm kind of uh, curious to see what the results will be. I think we can do really good on this one. I think so too. I'm yeah. actually really excited about this. <laughs> cool. So yeah, copywritingcourse.com slash ATS, or follow along the, uh, the copywriting course uh, email uh, newsletter, because we'll be sending out on autoresponders um, all the emails and marketing materials and you kind of see, and, and maybe we'll compile like a big, like launch list of how we did that and do a recap of how it worked. So cool. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Dan. Uh, and we'll talk to you later. Bye.